2: Hello and welcome to Oak Road Hatters Put It in the Mixer show. I'm Billy Mully. I'm joined by Andy Burgess as we look back to our two winning trips to Wigan. Andy, you were on COCOM's duty for, for both of those games. Two wins in four days. buzzing.
1: Yeah, two good wins. Um, different games. Um, Wigan probably changed it up a bit for the for the league game having brought players in and uh, who weren't eligible for the FA Cup game, um, so there were two two. I thought you know fairly different games, but listen, they're fighting for the lives, Wigan. They're under a new manager. They're you know I think people look at it and think it was probably it was going to be an easy couple of uh, couple of games in the FA Cup and then the league, and it's never the case. Um, but I thought two really good uh, professional performances, especially Saturday in the league. I thought that was a really good away performance um, and one that that I thought really epitomise what we're about at the minute. So, yeah, really good week. And uh, hopefully it uh, it gives us a a nice little boost going into the the next run of
2: fixtures. As you say, really good week starting with an FA Cup victory. We're now, I say in the hat, but but it's already been drawn. We're, We're playing Grimsby in the fourth round. And then, of course, after Saturday's victory in the league, we edged that little bit closer to the playoff positions. Today, we're going to be looking back at the two goals that we scored at the DW Stadium on Saturday. Andy's going to run through a little bit of analysis on them. And um, again, we're going to take a look at something in particular. This theme uh, for today is Elijah Adebayo and his sort of recent performances. And I'm sure Andy will go into a lot more detail, but I think it's clear to see that he's definitely making much more of an impact at the moment, both on and off the ball. Um, And yes, we'll delve into that a little bit later. So Andy, starting with the first goal on Saturday, Harry Cornick. um, We we always speak about how important the early goal is for Luton. Um, Just have to look at our record when we score first. Uh, It's very, very impressive. But it was, I I guess uh, you'll go through it more now, but uh, Harry Cornick pressing when Kulka had, you know, a, a very... Difficult afternoon the whole time, but but he opted to press, and that really started the, the difficulties that Cook has suffered for the rest of the afternoon. It did,
1: yeah. And uh, you know, it's for me that the goal is all about how how we press and how high we press and how the how aggressive we are on that press and the fact that you know Wigan under a new manager, somebody who's come down from the Premier League, who is going to have, I think. Uh, you know, he's, he's worked under Brendan Rodgers at Celtic and at Leicester. Um, and his philosophy will be to play. Now, that's fine. That's all well and good. But, you know, you need the players who can do that. And listen, Stephen Cole has had a good career. He's played at the top level. Um, but he's perhaps not as comfortable in possession as a John Stones or, uh, or, or, sorry, a, or, a, a, you know, a, a Leicester player uh, that he's used to playing, Johnny Evans or someone like that. He's, um, so perhaps he has to adapt a little bit. Um, colo because i think when they do get pressed and this is why players are playing at that level you know no disrespect to him obviously you know they they're playing at a very high level but um i think he has to adapt a little bit more and play a little bit uh, a little bit more direct because they've got two big center forwards um and they didn't really use them as well as you know you look at Luton they got it into Adebayo they get it up to to, to into the space in the channels to Harry Cornock so the first goal was if we have a look through um and i think the first thing to see is how many players we commit to the press right there's one two three four five six seven there I think two four six seven eight players there all in the in the almost the final third of the pitch high up the pitch not allowing them to play Clark's got a goal side he's forcing them backwards and then when the pass goes back you can see straight away Adebayo, and Panzu all going towards to, uh, Kulka to press the ball and that's 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 great organisation. It's great understanding of what's wanted. It's great understanding of each other. Um, and then corner robs him. Does really well because you can see Corker comes back on him and tries to bring him down. You know, he tries to make a foul. So for Harry to stay on his feet firstly and then to keep the composure uh, when he stepped away from him, just as a little uh, stutter in his run-up. And there's listen, there's three players in front of him, so it wasn't an easy finish by any stretch of the imagination. Um he's got a little bit of luck on the finish just clipped the leg of the defender but i think he i think he uh he deserved that luck with the the work rate and the effort and the uh the ability the team showed to go and press and if we just have a a look at it again again that amount of players high up the pitch is fantastic look where the, the wing backs are midfielders are all in are all or all in the top end of the pitch but it's for me it's a reaction as soon as this trigger this is a trigger this is what we're talking about triggers as soon as the player clerks... um uh marking, passes it back, then we're all front-footed, then we all go. We all know what's needed. We all know what's, uh, what the trigger is. Um, and that allows Harry to go and really press, really aggressive. Because if he steps past Harry, it doesn't really matter. You've got the midfield there. you've got Elijah there. And then again, as I say, real good composure from Harry Cornick who... Perhaps that isn't something that Luton fans would say he's got a huge amount of, his composure. Sometimes he can be a little bit erratic with his finishing, but, you know, we've seen him score wonderful goals before and, uh, you know, he he worked his socks off to get that opportunity. Um, and again, you know, a little bit of luck on the finish. It may have gone in anyway, um, but I think he earned that luck through the work rate. And just for me on that goal, the really pleasing thing is how high we pressed and how many players we committed to the press. And when you do that... Um, and everybody's in the, on the same page and in, in terms of going on the trigger, um, then it allows you to win the ball, obviously. We won the ball there 20 yards from goal. So one little bit of quality after the press uh, and you score a goal.
2: And when you look at Kulka, when he initially gets the ball past him, of course, it's a difficult ball to, to receive anyway, but he has a little look over his shoulder and he, he's not fully aware. He know, knows Harry Cornick's there, but it's that sort of aggressiveness yeah. that Cornick shows straight after that. Um, he, he didn't expect him to, to press so quickly and, and thought he had that little bit more time. Um, but that's what you get with Harry Cornick. You get somebody that, that, you know, he's not just a quick outlet in, in a forward capacity, somebody that, that works relentlessly. He's quick on you, um, like Adebayo, who's quick on you as well. Um and then yeah as you say once Culker uh, tries to swipe his legs you'd sort of forgive him for for rushing his effort but now he still takes his time shows composure does everything that a striker should do aims for that bottom corner it looks like it's going there gets the fortunate deflection which which he deserves and 1-0 and as we say very very important to get that opening goal then a couple of opportunities after that to to maybe extend our lead wigan um into the half as sort of the half war on sort of the last uh, maybe 15 minutes they looked a, a little bit better um, a little bit shell-shocked I think after that that first goal um, but then we, we speak about the the timing of goals when we spoke about West Brom last week but we scored at a very very good time to double our lead when, when Adebayo netted.
1: Absolutely um, and I think we'll look at it now I think it's a real feature i've noticed and looking through sort of clips today a real feature that we are we're definitely being more um maybe aggr- not aggressive but being more positive with our passing the pass from osho um from the back is really positive and then the movement of of the two center forwards is fantastic they they're so close together it makes it really difficult uh, for the center halves to 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 mark them um, and then what Adebayo does brilliantly, not only is a fantastic first time ball around the corner, but the spin as well, just takes him into it, it, away from the defender, away from the center half. He's on his bike. The center half is a good four or five yards away from him. Cornucks played a fantastic ball. There's no space between his legs to get that through. You wouldn't think, but it gets a, and that's a wonderful finish. Absolutely magnificent finish from Elijah Adebayo. He, it, it, it looks an easy one. But let me tell you, they're tough. It's coming across him. It's on his right foot, which is difficult from that angle. If you see it again, the ball from Osho, he's got options. He, you know, he's got he can play safe. He can go uh to, to Lockyer. he can go to Watson, but he looks for that pass that breaks lines. And it's a, it's a fantastic drilled pass into feet. Um we'll look at it again in a bit in those type of passes. Um, but it's a fantastic ball from the back. Really clever play, really, really clever movement from the front, too. Obviously, Cornock doing what he does well, Adebayo doing what he does well. But then this is the impressive bit for me is he hasn't just flicked it around the corner and waited. He's flicked it around the corner and said, I want to go and score this goal. Then it's all about, and I remember in commentary, Cornock played a pass about five minutes earlier where I think he was trying to slip uh, Daugherty in and he overhits it. So I think that might have been playing on his mind as well. But it's an inch perfect pass from Harry Cornock, And again, Uh, A a fantastic finish um, from Elijah. Really, really classy finish. First time over the goalkeeper's dive. And uh, yeah, really good type. Really good, really, really clever movement. Um, Initially, a a fantastic ball and a a really uh, positive pass from Gabe Osho, who's looking to play more and more of those, I think, in recent games. His passing has been outstanding, I think. Um, And then, as I say, clever play from the front two. Really, really clever ball. Uh, through the legs from Harry Cornick um and and a great finish
2: yeah as you say just watching that again Gabe shows growing confidence the last few weeks playing that ball it's the kind of balls that we have associated with him but now he's got a good good few games behind him he's he's starting to become um as you say breaking those lines and then there you just see cornick peeling off of Adebayo those two just have that brilliant understanding together and you know we talk about Morris not being there and, and these two really stepping up and then yeah it, it sort of reminds you there when when the sort of old coaches would say to you don't just admire yeah. your pass move off it as well and that's exactly what Adebayo does both of them show excellent pace there and that that finish reminds me a little bit of of Cornick last season against Swansea yeah. um, just showing great levels of composure to find that bottom corner and you know, from there, Cornick scored, Adebayo scored. It is kind of the perfect yeah. afternoon. And, yeah, as we say, it was definitely um, a, a moment, a, a passing move that, that deserves the respect it got on the socials as well because it was, yeah, very, very well worked. And it was, I think, the overarching part for me was was the fact that Morris was missing. And, you know, these two um Adebayo struggled for form at, at points this season uh Cornick struggled for game time but the, the, put them together against a, a Wigan defense that you know does have athleticism does have um you know experience does have sort of some good qualities they haven't been um battered at all this this season um Wigan but they they definitely had a really difficult afternoon against those two not just from the goals we scored just i think that all around attack and play yeah
1: absolutely uh, the point about morris is 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 so relevant because he's been such an important player for us this season he's probably done better than any of us probably thought he would have done he's he's you know to say he's hit the ground running is a, is an understatement and you know i think there's there's one or two people perhaps a little bit concerned that come january the 31st he might not be with us but um you know the fact that it's interesting as well because woodrow played in the week and scored um, maybe if he'd have been fit, I think he had a slight calf, maybe if he'd have been fit, Cornet might not have started either. Um, We'll never know, but it it should be, and it looks on paper, and I, I think it proved that the two of them can be a real good pairing together. We saw it last season, you know, that they can certainly play together and they've certainly got the attributes where, you know, Elijah comes short and holds the ball up and we saw in that second goal, when Cornet runs in behind, he gives that space, allows that space. You know, you look at the Wigan back, Back four there, Colker was five yards behind his defender. So, although it's difficult to see on the video, they, they, they disrupt teams. They they make it awkward. They they make teams uncomfortable and make teams disorganized. And it's a real good trait to have within your front two. Um, but to have those two, you know, perhaps as your second or third striker, or you know, maybe corner, maybe would be considered the fourth if you put in, um, Corley Woodrow, and then you've got Cameron Jerome. You know, the 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 uh, options that that uh, Rob Edwards has got at the moment are fantastic and listen, there's nothing better, I, I think for a manager to uh, to go to an away game, win 2-0, he two centre-forward score goals score both the goals, that's ideal and, you know, Elijah we know he's had one or two little niggles and, and, and troubles with injuries but if we can keep him fit, I think he's got five league goals this season um, you know, we know he got double figures last year, I think if we can get him fit and flying and you know, get Morris back in fit, and and that competition for for places still really, really because I'm sure Cameron Jerome's knocking on. I know he's 35, 36. I'm sure he wants more game time. I'm sure Corley Woodrow wants more game time. We know he's been out injured, but you know I'm sure he he came to play games. So, um, you know that that's good. That's healthy. That's real good competition. And if that is what is 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 keeping Elijah or is getting Elijah back on his toes and is, is spurring him on them. brilliant and and as i said in the previous podcast the the, the recruitment team with Colton Morris has done fantastically to identify him and, and the club to back you know Nathan to bring him in and the it has been fantastic business so um again we're in a really good place but for me over the two games it was it was Elijah Adebayo's performances which which really caught the eye. I thought he was fantastic. I thought Jordan Clark on Saturday was immense. Just his, his work rate and effort and desire and his cleverness to play in there, having I mean, been a wide player, was just fantastic. But uh, it, re- you know, being a and I've said it before, but being a, a an opposition centre half, he's just a nightmare. He's he's six foot four. He's good in the air. He wins free kicks. He's fantastic with his back to goal. He's a goal you know, goal threat now again. So um for me it's it's his performances over the last couple of weeks that have been really really pleasing
2: and i think if we wanted further proof of how competitive our our front line is i think saturday went to a a full way to prove that Mm. um i think at the start of the season um sort of fans on on twitter and on social media were quick to say that they think that we've got the, the strongest front line in terms of the different kind of options we have in sort of the five forwards we have I think that goes to show exactly what we mean by right. that we've got you know Harry Cornick's pace we've got the physicality and intelligence of, of Adebayo and, and Colton Morris Colton Morris is, is a forward that can pretty much do it all Cameron Jerome another real physical experienced head and then Corley Woodrow who who again very very intelligent on the ball but but also a very very good finisher so I think in terms of the attributes you want in your front line, the the Luton front line cover it all.
1: Yeah, totally. And that again is, again, championship is is horses for courses at times, and there'll be times where you know we've seen it quite a bit. You know, Cameron Jerome's come on so many times, probably in the last 15, 20 minutes of games to use his his his, his cleverness and his experience and maybe wind the clock down. And there'll be times where we perhaps need someone to drop a bit deeper in Corley Woodrow and link play maybe an, an exposed space in the 10 role. And, you know, we know Corley can play behind maybe uh, Elijah and Carlton or Elijah and, uh, and and Harry Cornick, you know, we know he can do that 10 role as well. So yeah, totally the, the, the options are with Rob Edwards are fantastic. And the fact that they do, you know, tick every box, I think in terms of the front five, I'm sure Cameron Jerome's, been fantastic for the younger ones for, for, for even for Colton Morris and I know he's 26 Colton Morris and Elijah Adebayo I'm sure Cameron's been fantastic let's not forget obviously Mick Arford's still in the building as well so you know that I'm sure they're learning off him as well we know how important uh, he was for, um, for for Elijah Adebayo when he first come in um, so they're learning off good people they're learning experienced people and I think we're going to look at some clips as we go on about from Elijah and and it hundred percent you know those options are great and they're they're performing but i think the support they're getting from midfield and i think the 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 quality they're getting into them, is also improving and is also looking really good so yeah we're in a a really good place this uh, at the moment in terms of our attacking options and long that may that continue
0: there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care Picture the scene, all of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Now we're going to hone in on
2: Adebayo, as you mentioned there, and you think at the start of the season, things weren't quite playing out as he would have liked. I mean, sort of loose touches and, and stuff like that. But he remained a, a real physical presence, somebody that um, defenders don't like to come up against. But I think in, in more recent weeks, since re- rediscovering his goal-scoring form, he's also been, in terms of his link-up play, he's been a lot better, mm. um, as, as we've seen with the goals, intelligent running. It all seems to be coming together. And and as, as you mentioned there, we're going to see a few clips now of, of what, um, exactly we're talking about. But but going on to the first clip, Andy, um it, it just shows again um Adebayo and, and how valuable he is to this team when progressing up the pitch.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, as you say, it just seems to be clicking for him at the minute. And maybe at the start of the season it, it was a bit loose. It was things weren't coming off. But one, you know, once you get a goal, once you get a couple of goals, once you get a little run in the team, they seem to uh, they seem to to come off for you. Uh, but this is obviously Saturday. Clever play, good play. Um, that's the easy pass for Watson. This is what I'm talking about: the, the support they're getting. He's broken that line there. Now he's got the support off off Bree running in beyond him. But there's that quality, there's that cleverness from uh, Elijah Adebayo. He's got that. He's got that in abundance. He's not just a big six foot four physical centre forward. He's somebody who's got that real quality um, when the ball comes into his feet. You know, players can run off him because they know they're going to get it again. Simple pass for Watson, turns it down. Pass priorities are passing. Can you get it into a centre forward? Yes. Now, have I got the runner off uh, my centre forward? Yes. And it's just all round real good play. But but it comes back to the point that if if it's not happening for Adebeo, then potentially Watson doesn't play that ball around the corner into him. Potentially Bree doesn't make that run. So when when things are happening for for players, everybody everyone is confident around them. Um, and that's
2: that's the, that's the a good thing to see at the moment. And do you think sort of the Edwards effect has had a, a big impact in that? Because we've seen Watson come into the side. And as you mentioned there, when, when Watson gets the ball, his first thought is to find Adebayo, doesn't go for the simple pass, looks to break the lines. And then a common feature of Edwards is, is having wing backs that little bit higher up. So having, you know, James Brewer in close proximity to to Adebayo. Do you think that helps his game? It means he's less isolated, I guess.
1: Without a shadow of a doubt. You know, if Breeze 10 yards deeper, he's not getting that ball and Adebayo, all right, holds it in and probably sets it back. But all of a sudden you go from being 15 yards in your own half to because the the wing backs are higher, because the wing backs are closer to your centre forward, then you can get in behind. And all of a sudden, James Breeze 10 yards from the penalty box, opposition penalty box. So yeah, absolutely. And you know, having players like Louis Watson in there who do, who are positive in their passing, who do he, every time he gets a ball, his head on on the his neck is on the swivel and he's looking to play that forward pass. He doesn't force it if he's not, and he does keep it and he can play that. Um, but again, it's a it's it's because Louis Watson has got that in his game, then Adebayo will come into those pockets and look for it. So it's all it all bounces off each other. Um, it's all a, a byproduct of the players doing working hard around and the players buying into what the manager's trying to do and it's it's really good to see at the moment
2: and then I'll let you talk through the second clip again because again some some more proof of I guess Adebayo's um I guess confidence I think it's a mm. impulse of confidence at the moment and it's just going to um, as I said before, helping us progress up the pitch and, and work ourselves into to better positions.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, listen, this is there's nothing special about it, but he, he is looking for that space. You know, he is coming off. He is uh, aware of where the defenders are. Plus, we're giving him the ball. You know, it's a tight area. It wasn't an easy, it wasn't an easy, easy pass from from Bell. And just that just gets us up the pitch. It's just retaining possession. It, it you know probably doesn't excite too many people, but. It's it, it, for me, like we, like you mentioned earlier, at times earlier in the season, that wasn't happening, and he perhaps wasn't he would perhaps pin himself against the center half and it become a little bit of a fight ball. Now he's having that little double double movement coming off, finding the pockets, finding a little bit of space, holding the ball. At times he, he might have turned there and played the other side, but he, he's got at the minute because he's confident because he's happy on in possession, he's just, he's just linking plays, keeping the ball, it gets us out the other side of the pitch, and he's done his job.
2: Uh, and it's good to see and to you you mentioned confidence there and confidence of course is a big factor to when you are making those movements when you are um sort of on top of your game you um inclined to to act in that certain way but do you think credit also has to go to, to Rob Edwards do you see that his movement and um I, I guess his ability to help us progress up the pitch do you think that's been achieved by Edwards being in the building or do you purely put it down to confidence?
1: Well, I definitely think
2: there's been a message
1: to to play play into him if he's on more or quicker. I definitely think the gay bar show ball from Saturday, when he goes from the edge of our box into his feet, I am not 100% sure that would have happened under Nathan. I think maybe it would have, he may maybe gone out, gone back to the goalkeeper or maybe look for Louis Watson and Uh, And for me, I I definitely think with Louis Watson coming into the team as well, there's been the message that 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 pass priorities are important, and that that first priority of a pass, if you're a footballer, probably uh, nine times out of ten, if you can get it into your centre forward's feet, that's the best ball because so much can happen from that. Um, And I think that message has been, I you don't know, you listen, you don't know, but I would say that's definitely a a pattern that we've seen over the last over the Edwards era at the the club. has been that if we can break lines, if we can get it into a centre forwards feet, don't turn down that opportunity because when you've got Colton Morris, you've got Elijah Adebayo up there who can link so well, Corley Woodrow, Cameron Jerome, why not? Why not get it into the forwards feet? And then then it becomes a balance. It becomes a balance between forcing it and getting it, trying to get it in there when it's not on. Uh, and playing balls around corners or playing balls into feet that aren't on and then making the decisions. So I definitely, yeah, to answer your question, I definitely think it's a product of, of, of Rob Edwards. Um, and I think the players are, are buying into it.
2: As you say there, um, it's not just Adebayo benefiting from that. It's whoever his strike partner yeah. is. It's, as we saw before in the, the first clip, it's Bree who knows that he can make that run and he will be found. Um I'll just let you speak us uh, talk us through the, the third clip. Yeah, here.
1: so, uh, again, this one just shows the ability. Again, Bree, looking into a centre-forward's feet. The easy pass is there to Doherty, maybe, uh, but he wants to go in there. Again, the runners from midfield. Campbell, for me, this is where he's best, breaking off Adebayo um, and, and making those sort of late runs off a midfielder. He's not tracked, and that's just for, that, That's just. Fantastic, that's just brilliant center forward play again, another runner gone in. but for me, like i said uh I think maybe six weeks ago, ten weeks ago, Brie plays out to Doherty. and we're not we don't we don't have that ball into center forward as much as we are at the minute then again, because we've got a sitter, you can see very clearly there Watson sitting and two center midfielders in advance, it allows Campbell to get close to him. And then the runners. And then all of a sudden, we've got, again, four players breaking from midfield and getting in and around him. So, again, it's not just about Brie, as you mentioned. It's not just about Brie passing it into Adebayo's feet. It's about the runners. It's about people close to him to allow him to then have that first-time flick. And and all of a sudden, we've gone from Brie having comfortable possession, again, 15, 20 yards in our own half, to one pass, breaking a line, great run from Campbell um, and Adebayo finding him. And us getting in behind them, and it's just that mentality of of for me that, that again, it's the best pass. If you can get it into a centre forward's feet, it's 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 got to be the best pass. I think if we go on to 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 the fifth one now, same game again. Forward, can I play forward? Yes, I can. Brilliant movement from Dowerty. Fantastic movement from Dowerty off the off the flank. One touch again, but look at the bodies. One, two, three, four, five, six bodies in advance of the ball, in and around Adebeo. Campbell, again, close to Adebayo. Great movement off Daugherty, gets it off the front of him. And then we're playing forward and we're and we're, and we're in for a shot on goal. That comes through movement. It comes through um, a desire to get in and around him. But it comes from Bree thinking, right, I want to play. If I can, can I get this into Adebayo's feet? Can I get it into him? Then third man running, Daugherty off the flank, into a midfield position where he's on his left foot and can play. Um, but it's a byproduct, again, it's a byproduct, like you said, of wingbacks being higher and people being higher at the pitch and, and midfielders being closer to their centre forwards, allowing him to to get hold of the ball and allowing uh, us to build and grow within the opposition half. So it's it's great to see. I think it's really, really positive. I think that when you look at the the, the goal that, that Adebayo scored on Saturday, back to front, quick, but with quality on the floor, real good movement, real good uh, quality of pass clever play in the final third and it's it, it makes football look simple when we score goals like that
2: yeah and as you say byproduct of, of the wing backs being high but it's also a byproduct of sort of the quality of the ball coming in from Bree yeah. and, and we've seen it before for the, the goal on Saturday with Osho having sort of that ball playing right-sided centre-back yeah. is is you know, proven to to work for us, and you know when when Burke gets back fit, and if he does occupy that right side center back role, you'd expect him to to provide that that similar quality as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and you know we spoke about it before. You know, you have to give a take a little bit. I really like the fact that you know we want to play out from the back and having having a Bree or having a, a Burke or a, an Osho, you know, feeding and being those being those quarterbacks, if you like, is fantastic. You know, if we can. If we can just perhaps give him that little bit more of defensive awareness and defensive emergency defending that a Lockie has got or a, or a Bradley's got, then fantastic. Um, but yeah, he obviously, he obviously, I think he wants to play out from the back. He certainly he doesn't want to be a, a kick and rush team. He wants to he wants to he wants to build from the back. But I think he wants to build from the back with a purpose. And I think if he's uh, the message is simple. I always call it passing priorities. And the priority is, if you can get it into your centre-forward, that has got to be the best pass. Get it into your centre-forward's feet. If it's not on, then can you play as high as you can? Can you play your wide back, your, your wide players, your wing-backs? If not, can you play a midfielder? Then, then you come out and you recycle. And I think it looks like they're doing lots and lots of work on that. They're talking about that a lot. That's the first bit. And then the second bit is, what happens when we play that pass? Then have we got runners? Then have we got support? Um, and it looks like he's he's really really structured in his approach, Edwards. He looks like he's the messages are clear. The messages uh, everybody's buying into and everybody's getting because everybody looks um, together on the pitch in, in terms of how we want to play and how we're trying to play. Um, and again, it's it's really good to see and I, and I like it. I think it's you know I, I get I get playing out from the back. Uh, but you've got to do it for a reason, and you've got to. At the end of the day, it's about scoring goals. So if you can get it from back to front as quick as you can with quality, then surely that's the best
2: way to do it. And going on to this fourth clip, I, I'm not going to lie; I can't remember which one this this fourth clip is. But again, um, uh, it'll show as as we've discussed before. Added bios. Yeah, I think
1: um, this this is the I think we looked at four. Uh, but the, this this last one that I've got is is just showing. Is, is showing Adebayo how important he is to getting us up the pitch, how important he is to winning free kicks um, and allowing us to put the ball in a box and free kicks allowing us to build, allowing us to manage the game at times um, and I'll, and I'll play it. And it's just, it's, it's, it's not, it's nothing, it's nothing I'd say particularly special, but he is really good at it. He is really good at feeling contact there feels contact, little pullback, Free kick. And it does allow you to get up the pitch. It does allow to relieve pressure. Again, little bit of contact, pull back, gets the free kick. Blackpool away, up the pitch, quality, good first touch, wins the free kick. Shows his pace, shows his his ability to run in behind and get in behind and disrupt, wins a free kick. Works back, works hard. We know he's got a good work rate. Again, relieves pressure. That's huge, relieves pressure. Again, in his final third Maybe a little, I oh know it's a free kick, you know, relieving pressure, getting you up the pitch again, pace. People don't like to, to defend against it. So it it gets you up the pitch, running at players, committing players. You know, it's, it's, it's a really good trait to have at Norwich, clever, bright, good ability, maybe slip there, but wins a free kick. And when you've got someone like that in a team, he's probably the best at doing that is, is feeling pressure Feeling when his team, knowing when his team needs to be relieved of a little bit of um, of the opposition attacking and a little bit of the opposition on on on, in the ascendancy, and and gets you that free kick, and it comes back to game management. It comes back to there's nothing better than seeing your centre forward dominating a centre half, and I'll never forget the Watford game last or the the Watford game two years ago. Was it when uh, when uh, James Collins came on and scored the penalty? The ball went forward from the kick-off and he won a header against the centre-half and he won us a game in that header because you could see the centre-half just didn't fancy it after that. He went up, his arms went up, he won the first header and the centre-half just thought, I, I don't really fancy this. And if you come up against an on-form, a confident Elijah Adebayo, you, whether you're a Championship or a Premier League centre-half, you you know you're in for an awkward center, an awkward afternoon because he's got the ability to do everything. He can run you, he can hold it up, he can win free kicks. Um, he's just, he, on his day, and he's a goal threat, so on his day, he's got the ability to do whatever he wants to do. Now it's about having that consistency. Now it's about doing it for 25 games. You know, that's... try. But a big thing with that is, can he stay fit for those 25 games? I think he's found in the last you know, season and a half. He's picked up little niggles at times. Um so we've got to try and just keep him fit. The type of the type of player he is, he is probably going to pick up injuries. But that's about him trying to probably work in the gym and be as strong and robust as he can possibly be. Um but I just think Morris has Morris has come in and blown everybody away. But I think if we get Elijah flying for the next two or three months um then we're you know, we're going to be in a fantastic place.
2: And you mentioned before his ability to, to win free kicks, is his movement again to, to come in. And and then from there, as is, is what you said, as soon as he feels that contact, he's intelligent enough when to go down. And you combine that with, with James Bree's free kick ability. Um, he's caused a lot of problems. And we saw that again at the weekend. Um, you know, that, that benefits James Bree, having a player who's as intelligent as Adebayo will be. And yeah, as we say, we've benefited from that um, very often. Um, I haven't even mentioned on, on Saturday how consistent Bree was yeah. with his deliveries. Um, and, and yeah, as we say, if it's in the, if it's in sort of the middle third or, or our own third, it gets us up the pitch. It gives us an opportunity to relieve pressure, but then in the final third, it gives James Bree a real, real positive opportunity to cause havoc for defences and, I think we're we're starting to see the very best of that.
1: Yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. Some are, there were, there were a couple of balls. I think it was in the first half that were just uh, they're just such, into such good areas from Brie, and they're, they're, the angles weren't great for him in terms of his delivery. But it was very similar to the uh, the, the header that Adebayo scored against West Brom. Uh, the delivery, it, they're sort of a flat trajectory, um, and that doesn't give a defender a lot of time to get. Up and to, to to go and win it. So, yeah, you know that. I think what we're seeing is a really balanced squad at the minute. I think we're seeing a squad that players are players are performing to a really high level, but that that's bringing out the qualities in everybody else. Um, you know, so I think there's real good uh, partnerships building. I think you're seeing sort of Potts and and, and um, Amari Bell on the left hand side gaining a real good relationship. I think you're seeing Harry and and Elijah did on Saturday. Harry and, and Colton have and uh, but midfield as well, you know. Um I think Clark and Campbell have, have got themselves a real good relationship. Um we perhaps need to be a little bit more settled in terms of the defenders. We've spoken about that, but I think they're, they're growing and they're building and they're really complementing each other. I think all over the pitch, we're complementing each other at the minute. And, um, you know, we, we, we don't need to get carried away. We know two or three defeats in this league is possible because of the competitiveness of the league. And it, if that happens, all of a sudden you see yourself slip down. But on the, on the flip of that, um, the ability to put two or three wins together, we certainly have got that ability and, We know where that can take you. So um, I just felt what could have been a really difficult week. Um, We went up there and, um, you know, they travelled up on Tuesday, came back down and travelled back up on Friday. Um, So it was a lot of travelling for the players, but I think the squad was used really well. I think he was intelligent, uh, Rob Edwards, in terms of how he used the squad and used the players. Um, And it it was a really positive week.
2: Yeah, as you say, a very, very positive week um, to, to progress through the FA Cup. And then, of course, you're not planning for um, another opposition. You're having to play Wigan again. It was a rare week, but but one that we'll be very proud of come the end of the season. As we, as we say, we're still go, flying high in the FA Cup. And we're also doing very well in the league, knocking on those playoff doors well that is it for today a big thank you to you Andy and a big thank you to those listening and watching a quick reminder to subscribe to our YouTube channel our newly formed YouTube channel Oak Road Hatter on Twitter we are at Oak Road Hatter and the website is www.oakroadhatter.com but until Thursday's pod it is goodbye from us
0: by fans.